It's Tuesday, May 18, 2021. Chaos left in the wake of Colonial Pipeline's ransomware attack. Calls grow for federal oversight of energy infrastructure cybersecurity. The city can't seem to catch a break. It's still reeling from Hurricanes Laura and Delta last year and an ice storm in February. More disasters for Lake Charles, Louisiana. Pipeline company defies Michigan governor's shutdown order. Plus... For the second time in a little more than three months, a refinery has rained oil over homes on the Caribbean island of St. Croix. EPA shuts down U.S. Virgin Islands refinery as imminent threat to public health. All of those disaster tales and more straight ahead from bradblog.com. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. Stand by for six minutes of in Independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. It is so long to snow days for New York City students. The Department of Education says that it will now keep two practices from last year. During severe weather, students will shift to remote learning instead of canceling school. And election day will also be a remote instruction day. That's right, kids. The bad news is snow days are over. The good news is, thanks to climate change, soon there won't be any more snow! Yeah! (laughs) This is your Green News Report. Oh, that's not a good thing? Okay, Tessie Doyen, more trouble, really, for Lake Charles, Louisiana? Yes, unfortunately, as we go to air, another flooding emergency has been declared in Louisiana and Texas after more than 17 inches of rain fell in 12 hours in some areas on Monday. Really? Especially hard hit was beleaguered Lake Charles, Louisiana, which is still trying to repair and recover from damage caused by those two major hurricanes last year, Laura and Delta, and that deadly February ice storm that knocked out power to several states. You've likely heard by now that Colonial Pipeline paid $5 million in ransom to hackers. And yes, re- yes, you heard it here on the Green News Report when I told you that Colonial paid off for the ransom. And then, of course, an hour or two later... They finally admitted it. Yes, they did. You're welcome. Colonial intentionally shut down the pipeline because the hackers prevented it from billing its customers. The widespread disruption that caused has led to broad calls for the federal government to establish the first ever minimum cybersecurity standards for the nation's critical infrastructure. Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg, in an interview with The Hill, noted that about 85 percent of U.S. infrastructure is privately owned, with almost no federal cyber. Cybersecurity protections. An enormous responsibility comes with that stewardship, and I do think we need to take, take a real look at a policy level uh, at what's being done when you have data at stake, when you have security at stake. Private actors have public responsibilities, and when that's the case, uh, we do need to make sure there's the right oversight. Even Republicans and Democrats in Congress agree on the need to develop cybersecurity regulations for both the private and public energy sectors, including requiring companies like Colonial to inform the federal government when they're victims of a major cyber attack. However, Huffington Post reports that fossil fuel lobbyists like the American Petroleum Institute are already working hard to block such requirements for the nation's oil and gas industry. Of course they are. Showdown in Michigan, pipeline company Enbridge has defied Democratic Governor Gretchen Whitmer's orders to shut down its troubled 70-year-old Line 5 pipelines that run under the Straits of Mackinac in the Great Lakes. The Canadian oil company Enbridge has refused, saying the state doesn't have the authority to shut it down. Whitmer terminated the easement that allowed Enbridge to operate the pipelines, citing its abysmal safety record, and the governor is now threatening to go after 
Pfizer Enbridge's profits. An international incident. In the U.S. Virgin Islands, the Biden Environmental Protection Agency has taken the extremely rare step of invoking its emergency powers under the Clean Air Act to order the temporary shutdown of the Lime Tree Oil Refinery for 60 days, citing, quote, an imminent risk to public health. The accident-prone refinery had been shuttered for years due to serious environmental violations, but the Trump administration allowed private equity owners to reopen it in February. Since then, the refinery has rained oil on residents, contaminating St. Croix's drinking water supplies, and several times released toxic gases that sickened hundreds of people and forced schools to close. So this thing is finally shut down? Only temporarily, until an investigation can be conducted. Well, I hope it's a really long investigation. Finally, some good news. The Biden administration has begun the process of repealing a Trump-era regulation that officials at the time admitted was intended to block the EPA from writing new air pollution rules. The Trump rule tried to restrict the EPA's cost-benefit analysis of new public health standards by eliminating the benefit part, preventing the agency from considering co-benefits of cleaner air like lower costs from killing fewer people. It was intended to help polluting industries find a way to legally challenge future pollution rules by making new standards appear to be too costly to industry with no benefits. The Biden EPA has now launched the process to roll back that rule. Thank God we have a new president. Not a moment too soon. For much more on all of these stories and the ones we couldn't get to today, please check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. Find, follow, and share us planet-wide on the Facebooks and the Twitters at Green News Report. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. And this has been your Green News Report. Green News Report.